You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Word is Spirit and Life is the title of this devotion. You see, it says somewhere, I think Corinthians or so, the letter, or Romans, the letter killeth, the Spirit giveth life. You see, if, if you don't have the Holy Spirit to help you to understand, then, then you cannot understand the Scriptures. Wow, I would... Well, I would say it is always good to read it, but it's when the Holy Spirit lives in you, the Spirit of Christ who wrote these scriptures, the very Spirit that inspired the prophets of all the writers and the apostles is the Spirit that comes to live in us. That is what I called last, last Monday the true Spirit of prophecy, the Spirit of Christ in you. You know, anybody that wants to live in in this where they would like to give somebody a word from the Lord or whatever. If you don't abide in Christ, then you don't know the difference between your thoughts and his thoughts, your ways and his ways. But you see, when you abide in Christ and you learn to become more one with his heart and with his mind by his spirit in you, it will help you communicate what he is saying and what he is and begin to perceive, recognize and acknowledge what he's doing. The word is spirit and life is the title of this devotion, because that is what Jesus said here in John chapter six, verse 63. When he is talking, okay, it's good to put you in the the picture and you know it. He's talking to them. I am the bread of heaven. And why is he saying this? Because the people had come out of the crusade he had just had for three days and he had taken the few loaves and few fishes and fed the multitude, thousands of people with it that a little boy had brought and they had 12 baskets left over after that. Now the people who ate the loaves and the fishes came to find him the next day, but they came not because they connected with him and the Lord, but because they wanted him to keep giving them bread to eat and fish to eat without having to work for it. And Jesus said, if you eat of that bread, even though I miraculously provided it for you, you will still die in your sin because that bread is natural bread, even though it's miraculously provided. What you need is spiritual bread so that you spiritually become alive inside. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall never hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst, he says in verse 35, even as the living Father sent me and I live because of him, so he who feeds on me will live because of me, he says in verse 57. He says, if you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will live. But if you do not receive my, my flesh as true food and my blood as true drink, then you will die in your sin. He's speaking as clear as it can be. And people sometimes say, you know, I wish God would make it more clear. How clear can, clear can he be? He says, I am the embodiment of God. I am the embodiment of eternal life. And this life 
will be kept secure for you, will be safeguarded at the Father's right hand so that as you come into fellowship with me, what you see in me, you will receive in yourself. And it's like eating and drinking. In other words, you need to consistently receive it like you have to eat natural food and drink natural drink to be able to physically stay alive. So you need to feed on me to live because of me. That's what he's teaching. So he's making it really amazingly clear. And then they couldn't get it. They thought, how can they were not connecting with him? They said, how can the man give us his flesh to eat when the scripture says you shouldn't ever eat the flesh of man? So they weren't spiritually connecting with him. They weren't spiritually perceiving, right? So he says in verse 63, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. You see, friends, this is the wonder when you have the word living in you as I talked to you about yesterday. When you have the word of the spirit and life of God in you, you begin to connect. You can read the Bible and it becomes a life to you because that spirit of life in Christ in you gives you understanding, opens your understanding to what the Holy Spirit is saying through the scriptures. It is just breathtaking. You see, friends, as it says here in the beginning, right, of John chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And then it says in verse 14, And the word became flesh and dwelled among us, and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, we, 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 with our natural mind, this is sometimes a little bit mythical. A mystery is what I mean. However, these mysteries that are there are interpreted by the Word living in us in the spirit of His life. And all of a sudden, we, 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 we see it. We connect with it. Our inner man connects with that which is right there before our eyes. And the reason I say this to you, yes, it's important what I just said, but look what it says here in Hebrews chapter 1, okay? Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3. In many separate revelations, each which set forth a portion of the truth, and in different ways God spoke of old to our forefathers in and by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us in the person of his son, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, also by and through whom he created the worlds and the reaches of space and the ages of time. And he made, produced, built, operated and arranged them all through him in order. 
You see, Jesus Christ is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outrain, the radiant of the divine. He is that perfect imprint of the very image of God's nature and upholds all things and maintains all things and guides and propels the very universe by the mighty word of his power. And when he had by offering himself abolished our cleansing of sins and riddance of guilt, again, when he had by offering himself accomplished our cleansing of sins and riddance of guilt, he sat down at the right hand of the divine majesty on high. This is what I wanted you to hear. The Father now speaks to us in His Son. The speaking of God is spirit and life inside of us. The Word is spirit and life. The Word of God is breathed into our inner man by the spirit of life in Christ, and it lives in us. Christ in us is the living Word. It is the spirit and life of the Word living in our hearts and in our minds, and it causes us to connect with God and with the wonders of His divine majesty. You know, we all know of the transfiguration of the Lord Jesus, how He took Peter, John, and his brother James onto a high mountain. And it says that here in Matthew chapter 17, also in Luke chapter 9, but in Matthew 17 verse 1, what I like about Luke chapter 9 of this part that Matthew didn't mention, but Luke does mention, that Jesus was praying there on that high mountain. But what I like that Matthew mentions that Luke doesn't mention, that's why I'm so grateful that we have these different gospels so we get the pictures of the different writers by the Spirit. He says, now after this Matthew 17 verse 1, now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up on the high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. Andrew Murray, in one of his books, I think it's holiest of all, he mentions that a friend of his sent him this scripture, and that he then shared it with all of his writers, all of, uh, with all of his readers, that Jesus took Peter, James, and John by themselves onto a high mountain and was transfigured before them. You see, dear friends, this is where the Word becomes spirit and life, where Jesus can take you up into the mountain of God. You see, the Word of God to me is the mountain of God. It is the secret place. It's the most holy place. It is that marvelous communion of the Father and the Son that is unveiled before us in the Scripture. And as the Holy Spirit causes that Word, the Holy Spirit in us causes that Word to come alive, you begin to have an intimacy with the Father and the Son that is just marvelous and wonderful, where He opens His heart to you through the Word, where He opens His ways and His heart's ideas and thoughts and feelings and His will and purposes to you. And you come into the Word being spirit and life inside of you. And what God begins to open up 
it is absolutely heavenly. You begin to see your life transfigured, your life transformed, you coming into the likeness of what you are reading. It becomes real to you. I, I, for example, oh, I could take you to so many places, so many. Oh, I, I just... I was praying on holiness. It's just the Holy Spirit put Leviticus chapter 10 verse 3 in my heart a long time ago that for those who stand next to me, I must be known as holy and in them I must be hollowed. And, and I was just praying and praying and, and the Holy Spirit just began, began to open the word in me concerning holiness. I could take you to Isaiah 57 verse 15. Oh, and so many other places that the Holy Spirit just caused the spirit and life of the Word to come and, and transform me and conform me and make it such a living experience for me. That's the wonder of the Word. It becomes a living experience. It begins to live in your flesh. It begins to anoint your eyes to see, your ears to hear, your mouth to speak. It, it empowers you to live the life it shows. It is spirit and life, the Word. And this scripture, this is Proverbs 14, 14. The second part of that scripture in the King James says, a good man is satisfied from above. I love it. But listen to this in the Amplified, classic Amplified. The backslider in heart from God and from fearing God shall be filled with the fruits of his own ways. And a good man shall be satisfied with the fruits of his ways with holy thoughts and actions which his heart prompts and in which he delights. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, a good man shall be satisfied. To me, holiness is living in that satisfaction of my fellowship with my loving Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, in the power of His Holy Spirit. It is satisfaction that stills and quiets every yearning of my nature and my heart and my flesh and my soul. And, and it satisfies me completely. It quiets me. It makes me happy. It makes me thankful. It makes me rejoice and worship the Father in spirit and truth. It is the word, spirit and life in you that just causes you to feed off the table that never fails to have a sufficiency for every situation. In whatever situation, my dear friends, you find yourself right now. I know Virginia and I, and I've shared some of it with you. Oh, we have had such trying times, but my goodness, has the Word been spirit and life to us? It has been our food. It's been the calming of our hearts when we didn't know what to say. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to think. And circumstances were so painful. And the Lord has been so marvelous in this life-giving Word. I would sit with Virginia, and she was so unwell and, and, and so brokenhearted. And <laughs> And out of that beautiful, loving heart of that wonderful girl I get the privilege to share this life with on earth, she would speak and I could see the spirit, the life of the Word coming out of her heart when she would talk to me about how, how the Lord is the shepherd of our children and of their marriages and their, and their children, our grandchildren. And she would say this, and it was life coming out of her heart. 
It's just the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, Psalm 23, or John 10, I am the good shepherd who gives my life for the sheep, and all my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they know me, and they follow me. And these words that are written with spirit and life in the heart of Virginia as we talk together, and it just stopped all question, all all concern, all burden. It just calmed our hearts, and it caused us to know all is well, because the Lord is our good shepherd. Oh, my dear friends, be encouraged. The Word is spirit and life in your heart. Amen? Have a good day.